welcome back to Kansas City's Marketing and Advertising Podcast. I'm your host again, David English. And um, when, I, when I set out to do this podcast, I had put together a list of individuals I knew in the area, um, friends uh, that I had met, and really made a point to invite all of them on there. And while we've been doing this podcast for the last year or so, most of them have been on. And there was always this one guest, one individual, one company that was always out there and based on busy schedules, kids, sick kids, um, just all together a busy lifestyle in general, we could never get them to sit down until today. And, and it's, it's, it's really important to me to have this conversation because without cumulus broadcasting on the podcast, I don't know that it really is a complete podcast. Um, you have heard their radio stations I guarantee it. Uh, if, you've, if you've turned on the radio in your car or at your home, um, absolutely you've run across one of their many platforms, which we'll get into for a little bit. Today, Brian Gokey is with me. He's the Director of Marketing and o- at Online Communications here at Cumulus. Uh, I've known him for a number of years. We have spent the last 20 minutes before we press play to uh, or record to, to catch up. But Brian, man, I'm glad to have you here. How are you doing today? Great, man. Thanks for having me on. Excited to talk shop here and... Uh see what we can talk about. Well, I'm so. sorry it took so long. I think between your sick kids and my sick kids and yeah. busy lifestyles, it just took a minute. Yeah, I was like, I think when you started up, it was just a busy time for me. So I'm glad we finally got together here and I'm excited to talk about it. And now you, everything else you guys have had on your podcast so far has been great to to hear the local advertising, you know, and all those managers and everybody else, the agencies you've had. I'm, so I'm excited to be here. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll dig into Cumulus here in just a second. Uh, let the listeners know a little bit, a little bit about you. You're from Kansas City, and you know, what's you know, who's Brian? I'm originally from St. Louis. Um, started in uh, TV in Springfield, Missouri. Originally, I was um, video and videographer, editor, um, and then got into you know just looking for something else to do on the side and you know did some stuff at a radio station i was like man this is a lot more fun um and not as stressful as the television um industry was so i decided to you know check out radio so i went to school for broadcasting and and fell into you know i was going to be an on-air personality and production and that was my thing Um, but eventually you know the jobs the way they fell open was i got offered a promotions and marketing director gig and I uh, worked with you know our general manager Donna Baker in Springfield as a marketing director uh, for a classic rock station down there that had the Chiefs on that station. Um, so that opportunity turned into, hey, you're really good at this. You know, I'm creative and I have fun and I have a lot of ideas and and it went from okay, all I want to do to is be an on-air personality to. You know, I'm having just as much fun being a marketing director and you know what it's a lot easier to keep my job when a format changes or <laughs> I don't have to say anything ridiculous on the air and get fired for it you know and, and those things you know I mean while you know everybody loves to be a radio personality and that's great and and nothing you know is to stop anybody from doing those kinds of things if that's your dream go for it and I tell you know my interns that every day but I just found you know for me based on my you know talents and the opportunity you know it was like this is a a better path for me long term and you know it worked out you know I went to I went back to St. Louis I worked for the Rams radio network there was there kind of during that you know 
that era right after Kurt Warner. Um, uh, greatest so I, show on turf. Greatest show on turf era. Um, so I got to some of those playoff rallies, and and uh, then I worked at Emmis in St. Louis. Worked for you know one of the biggest um, rock stations in the country, KC ninety five and. 1057 The Point was one of the first, you know, stations that I got into radio for. Um, and then I got the call to come here uh, back like 2007. Yep. And uh, she, Donna, was the general manager here. She went to Omaha and then she came to uh, Kansas City and said, hey, we're looking. We got, we merged these, you know, two groups together. We're looking to, you know, get some cohesive environment and somebody with you know a good head on their shoulders to kind of bring it all together and get us all on one platform and you know I took a look at it and they made me a serious offer so it became you know I've been here for 12 years now in Kansas City uh, with you know Cumulus and it's been a lot of ups and downs just like anything else you know anything you know constant is change but you know at this point in my career it's been you know a great incredible you know, ride with radio and promotions. And, you know, I never thought I'd end up in Kansas City, let alone be a marketing director for, right. you know, the Chiefs Radio Network and 101 The Fox and some of these great stations that I've been in my career. But the experience overall, I mean, you learn so much. And as you know, you know, being in an advertising agency or an ad- advertising media, whatever it is, um, it's always exciting. There's always yeah. something different. And that's what's led me to, you know, this creative job, you know. I love it, man. Do you ever look back and say, man, an on-air talent would be a lot of fun and I'd still love to do it? Or I mean, you, I, are you, are you in, set, settled here and you're, you're good? I mean, I think, you know, it's kind of one of those things like if I really wanted to and I had the time, I'm, I'm here in the building. I could go voice track a shift or I could do a live air shift, but that's not really where my talents are best suited. You yeah. know, it's like, you know, I mean, I could do, you know, any number of jobs here and, you know, a lot of people could, but, you know, what's going to help the company the best is to, you know, stay here, where, stay here where I'm at and make sure we're, you know, A, making the stations look good, sound good, get good ratings, get good revenue. And me being an on-air talent would just be a fun thing for me to do. It might not be the best thing for, you know, the success of the radio station. Now, long term you know if it came down to it and an opportunity came up and i had more time that'd be great but right now you yeah. know we're busy you know, behind we're the money, scenes you know. behind the scenes they're saying man keep this brian guy <laughs> off the airwaves <laughs> <Yeah>. well i <laughs> mean i voice commercials every once in a sure. while and stuff like that and that's fine and that's fun and it sounds great but i mean for me it's like it's it's one of those things like if, if you play guitar as a pastime it becomes kind of a fun thing to do but if you play guitar you know for work then you're always you know one of those things it's, it's not so much as fun anymore it's it becomes right, a job cool. you know what I mean so, so you know I mean it is what it is I mean either way it'd be great and it'd be fun but that's not where you know my career's led you know sure no it's great so so you ended up here at Cumulus um, you have got some of the more iconic stations you know here in town obviously 101 The Fox um, one of the most listened to um, yeah. uh, stations in Kansas City I mean 105, 105 won the X, 94.9, Magic 107.3, mm-hmm. um, and, and so many more. So a, a talk station, Jack FM, which I know is huge. Yeah. Um, it's really diverse, it yeah. seems. I mean, you guys reach a wide array of people. Yeah, well, I mean, well, the way they we've tried to lay it out over the, you know, I guess demographics is, you know, to, to, to reach the entire, you know, Kansas City DMA with every demographic. So, you know, the the good thing about, you know, having a station, an urban station like Magic is, you know, 
we have that ability to reach, you know, all the way from urban and, and down to, you know, with the vibe, you know, the younger end. Right. So, you know, you've got Casey Mo Talk Radio, maybe a little bit older demo, but then you come down and, you know, the Fox 94.9, Jack, and they all kind of like blend right in together with each other. Yeah, you don't have anyone, anything really overlapping. Yeah. I mean, you've got one that, you know, you can slowly kind of stair step it up mm-hmm. you know and and you you may like one or two stations you probably won't like all of yeah. them which is you're okay with that as long as someone's listening to one of the stations you're good yeah i mean with full service as far as an advertising platform when right. it comes to reaching the entire you know uh kansas city you know demographic but when it comes to you know specifics of the music you know there is a little bit of crossover but it's enough of a different you know listener base that Hey, ninety four nine has some crossover with the Fox, or yeah. you know, Jack has some crossover with either one, but they're not you know completely you know the same station. So the the way that we you know sell it, it, it works out. You know, um, it's definitely been you know as we've changed day, stations, you know, brands here and there. Um, you know, this has been the best fit. You know, based upon the current state of the market with you know the radio groups in this town. So um, the way we can sell it, the way we can package it. And you know the the way we can get you know the best ratings and the best listeners. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I 100% understand. And I think what's great about the, your your platform and how you have it set up is that you can turn around and talk to uh, your customers about right? mm-hmm. your advertising customers mm-hmm. and confidently express to them that hey, you're going to be able to reach you know the Kansas City DMA I yeah. mean, between with, within one of our stations someone everyone's going to be reached it's yeah. got to be a huge competitive advantage for you guys to sit, sit down with someone and say listen we can get there you know, mm-hmm. if, if this is your customer base yeah. here's how we can put a plan together for you and have it be re- a realistic plan yeah and I think you know as the you know digital age has you know come into sure. play with that we've incorporated you know Cumulus Digital um, our national you know company with corporate office has, has developed this digital platform that we can also go beyond radio and 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 the part of you know the things you know everybody's always you know saying is you got to have a little bit of everything to reach the entire audience or to reach you know yeah. if it's a little bit of a digital a little bit of a billboard a little bit of radio you know or whatever it is depending upon your budget if you put them together your reach is you know so much more so for us to be able to say, you know, look, we've got, you know, these stations and they'll fit your budget depending on your demo and, mm-hmm. and, and how much your budget is. And you add some of this digital to it or you add, you know, some of this event activation or, you know, whether it might be concerts or, you know, promotions or, um, you know, those kinds of things that, you know, we would execute for the client or at an event. It builds the interaction multiple platforms multiple ways you're reaching them social media reaching them whether it's you know google adwords or google search or any of those those opportunities um and then the radio advertising and then in the place with your customer or with a listener or with a fan somewhere we're activating the client the audience the station all at the same time awesome and i mean when someone becomes uh, becomes a customer are they on one station or are they are they have the, really the capability to be on multiples I mean, it just what, depends. what they want to accomplish it depends on their demo really i mean like obviously you know some people might specifically want you know only to buy you know 1073 mm-hmm. because they want to reach the urban audience you know um but 
if they're you know it would depend on their budget too you know like fox is you know one of the highest rated stations in the building and in in kansas city so obviously everybody wants to be there um but not everybody can afford you know the best ratings you know but if that's where they want to be we can make it work you find out a, a way to make you know them be able to reach the target audience they want um so not everybody's buying every station they're buying either based upon the demographic you know the ratings or the specific time frame that they have whether it's you know a holiday right. or a specific sale or a specific thing that they might be doing um, and those are conversations you can sit down with the customer and say hey here's here's how we can put a plan together for you, you don't have to have all of them yeah. you don't have to have one uh, between a handful of stations or two stations and maybe in some digital which I want to get to in mm-hmm. just a second um, you can you know kind of mix and match depending on what's best for them. Yeah, I mean, we could pull specific research based upon what they're looking for. Like awesome. every, every time we go into anybody's, you know, whether it's an agency or a specific client, we can pull specific research based upon what they would need. So if it's, you know, uh, a company like, you know, Starlight Theater or if it's, you know, a tire shop or whatever it might be, you pull the research based upon the listeners that we have and say, you know, this amount of people and and this demographic are spending this much money and they own their homes and they you know they have a a college degree so we know they would be supporting your business what a interesting conversation that is to have i mean it's um more intelligent of a conversation than i think the customer probably realizes you guys have some really really good information Mm -hmm. when looking when talking to the customer say listen we can we can really nail nail it down to age, gender, um, uh, race, education, yeah. income, where they're where they're living at, probably you know, and and give them an idea of you know these are the customers that are going to be best for you. Yeah, here's I mean, why you, you pull that that user information and you know you know based upon the audience and the DMA exactly you know how many people are doing what, using what, or buying what in that area, whether it's tickets to a play, tickets to Starlight, tickets to whatever it might be. Just car services or one of them buy a ring for the the wife or the girlfriend. Yeah, jewelry, buying a new car, you know, all those kinds of things. And, you know, obviously the demo will play into that, you know, based upon, you know, what the item is. But, you know, as you, you know, can see and, and when you go through it with them, you can say, hey, you know, here is why this station fits. And if you put these two together, the power you know, and the reach in yeah. just, you know, the right amount of frequency, you're going to increase your business. The return on investment is going to be huge because we know it makes, you know, it definitely is going to make a difference and an impact because the listener is involved with the station. They are a part of, you know, being local, you know, as far as radio advertising, when it comes to that aspect, the, the local aspect of why radio works is because we're here, we can get involved in the community and people trust their station. They are, they're listening to it on a regular basis. It's part of their regular everyday life. So for them, it makes them trust that station or trust their DJ or trust the host because it's part of their commute or part of their routine, you know? So that's, that's why we, you know, can kind of blend it together. So my job as a marketing and promotions director, when, when it comes down to it, people, you know, think there's, a marketing you know director usually at a, at a company is is de- dealing with you know outside marketing for the brand right uh, which is you know a typical marketing director I'm you know I'm 
making sure whether our billboards or our TV or our digital or our external marketing and then any branding internally and, and you know, on the building and whatever else is, you know, in sync. Right. You know, but the, the, the difference for a radio marketing director and in, in tying in promotions marketing uh, to that is that fact that I'm kind of a liaison between, you know, the sales and right. programming departments. So for me, it's, it's, you know, whatever the client is, you know, I get to take that concept, if it's a, a Harley dealership or whatever, and, and tie that into the fabric of the station and the demographic and what's going to work with that demo to make them activate with that client. Right. So I've got to talk to the program director, get a good idea, concept, build that, make a package that works for the client, work with the sales rep to get that to the client to pitch them on the idea of, hey, this is a way to activate with our audience and specifically make you know, a, a bigger return on investment because this promotion becomes not only a spot on the air, but it becomes something that the listener is interacting with on the station. Listeners, do you find they become almost you know, passionate, it's, it's more than passion about a certain station or a certain mm-hmm. uh, on-air talent. Yeah. They, it becomes part of their everyday, part of what they do, and that's part of building an image um, that you work so hard at and creating that love affair between host and listener and company image and station image and, yeah. and, and what they're doing with the community and the listener, creating that relationship. Yeah, I mean, the brand of the station, you know, some of these, you know, guys have been on the air 30 years or more, you know, right. you know when it comes to Slacker and Skid or Kelly Urich or, you know, whoever it might be that's on the air, these, you know, listeners maybe grew up listening to these people and they're, they're like their best friend, you know, and anytime they walk up and talk to them, it's like, hey, man, you know, remember that one time or, yeah. you know, and, and they can talk to them like they're their friend. And, you know, the DJ might not know this person specifically, but they've been friends with them for so long on on their ride to work and it just feels like you know it's your next door neighbor or your brother or whoever and that's an easy way to relate you know I mean they're on the air every day talking to somebody telling them about their day or what happened and giving them funny anecdotes or telling them a funny story making their day better and you know what you know I enjoy for what I do you know for for my job is the fun part of it obviously is you know we get to go to concerts we get to go to Chiefs games we get sure. to do all these great things but you get to make people f- have a good time enjoy themselves and you're giving them something you know hopefully you know A if they need something whether it's tires or a new car or whatever they can find that out but we're giving them something that they enjoy and they can associate to that to the station and, and keep listening because of it so whether it's concert tickets or I give away a car or a truck or Chiefs tickets these people when you get to see them, you know, how excited they are and how much, you know, it, it makes them more excited to be, you know, a listener of the station, that piece of it is exciting, you know. Um, well, it's thrilling. I mean, you're creating for, for somebody, uh, and you and I were talking before about, you, you know, all that you get to go to and all yeah. you get to do. And, um, I mean, you know, you, you sit in your office here, so it looks like a, a museum of yeah. like what goes on in Kansas City, right? <laughs> but for the everyday listener, um, someone who... Um, you know, listens you know on their way in while they're at work, and then on their way home, they may not have access to all the different events and concerts and games yeah. and interviews and you know that you do. And to provide that opportunity for them, I mean, you're going to create a really loyal listener, yeah, or a group of listeners um, by providing them with something that's um, for them 
for the listener who doesn't have access like you do, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, the the basis of, you know, what I would do as a promotions sure. director is give them an opportunity to get something and experience something that they may not normally be able to do. Because anybody can buy a pair of concert tickets, but, hey, now we're going to offer you a, a, another opportunity to get something even bigger, you know, yeah. whether it's meeting the artist or, you know, doing something else special um, with that particular promotion. Um, but, you know, the the good thing about, you know, as as the station, you know, each station has their own brand and their own, you know, listeners, and they all activate differently. You know, when you say, you know, whatever's going on in Kansas City, we have seven brands, so to speak, not including, you know, the Chiefs Radio Network or, you know, one of these other um, ancillary products that we might have. The, the stations all have their own things going on. You know. And is each station different as far as what their listeners would find engaging? I mean, there's there's things that obviously that are you know uh, the, uh, all, yeah. over over overall. Over yeah. Everybody's you know going to be participating and listening to the Chiefs games or going to a uh, you know whatever it might be a micro brew festival or you know uh, fireworks for the family or you know shopping and things like that. That might be you know general things that everybody does. But when it comes to a specific concert or a specific movie, or a specific event that is towards that demographic, those stations have their, you know, niche, so to speak. And while, you know, one weekend, you know, 101 The Fox might be, you know, super busy, 94.9's another weekend, then, you know, Jack, and then Vibe, and then X, and they all cross over, and they all have something going on. There are always, there's always something going on in Kansas City. Right. Um, But is there always something in every demographic? And the the fun thing is, like you said, that no matter what, we're always doing something different. We're always involved with what's going on, and we're always going to make sure we're, we're part of the biggest things that's happening in this market. You know? Well, and as a radio station, you have to have the um, – what's the right way to go about this? You, you have to have the ability to, to host an event, put on an event, create a contest, provide a, an experience – for these listeners because at the end of the day they need to look at not just one radio station mm-hmm. but your whole lineup yeah. as the voice of Kansas City. Yeah. I mean where they go to get their information, where they get yeah. their their news, their weather, their traffic, the you know newest song, the newest, you know, does that make sense? I mean, you need yeah. to create that image for all the stations. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, each station has their own demographic, so I mean, everybody's looking for something different sure. and they'll they'll know. I mean, and a lot of the, you know, analogies or whatever you want to, you know, call it is you know, when somebody goes to McDonald's, you go into McDonald's and you expect French fries and quarter pounder with cheese. If you got a Whopper at McDonald's, they'd be like, what? <laughs> you know. So when you go to 101 The Fox, you're expecting to get the quarter pounder. If you go to 949, you're expecting to get, you know, served what you expect when you go to that place. Right. So, you know, every place has their own specific product that, you know, people are expecting to get when they go there. And they know that's what they're going to get. Right. And they want that. And, and, you know, that's, you know, just like anything else, you want to make sure the customer is happy getting what they want and you're giving them an, uh, a great product, you know. So, and it works, you know, both ways because the, the better we can create a, you know, a good product for the listener to have, mm-hmm. the better, the more likely they're to come back and the more likely the advertisers would get a, a, a better response because they're, getting listeners who are actively listening to the station because they love it 
and a, they know it's kind of a full circle constant thing. wheel yeah, yeah it's, it's and once you get that wheel going mm -hmm. um it's a matter of knowing which buttons to push to keep it going yeah and to keep um listenership growing prizes going out the door building a relationship with clients yeah i mean it's a constant cycle that um that you have to juggle uh, on a regular basis we mentioned digital marketing mm -hmm. earlier and it's um i get a lot of questions emailed to me from listeners on the podcast about digital marketing yeah. what is it you know it's it's such a broad term yeah. right now what do you guys do here i mean because i know digital marketing is so yeah. huge what do you guys do so i mean the the good thing about being a media company is we have you know as a national media company one of the largest radio groups in the united states is we have access as you know westwood one is is one of the the, the parent companies that is part of cumulus and you know together with the power of these you know companies that we have we're able to draw the best resources to have the best products to be able to offer these opportunities to clients that sure. sometimes you know that people think i'm just going to buy radio and that's it well we have a digital arm which can cover anything that would be an encompassing of digital now some people think social media is digital and that's fine you know if that works for you and you know it, it is what it is if you're going to buy facebook ads or whatever twitter instagram or whatever you're going to do social media is going to activate in a specific way and hopefully it gets you the results that you want but there's only so much when it comes back to an roi that you can get and the good thing about you know digital it has specific numbers and you've got the data so when it comes down to digital for cumulus we've got anything that you would need. So it's the SEO, SEM, the targeting, retargeting, ge retargeting, geofencing, you know, the um, over the air ads, OTT, you know, mm -hmm. um, the, you know, just about anything that you would want, emails, all that stuff is available, you know, and we can build a campaign to, you know, tie in to your radio campaign. Or if you just want to do digital by itself, we can do that too. The good thing about what we have on top of everything else whether it's google adwords and google anything or any of those you know opportunities is we can tie in our local digital opportunities with the radio station websites and with streaming and with the products that we have that can also give you more digital reach more digital impressions and and give you a different kind of digital experience that isn't just a social media ad or a click in it right. that it's an impression that you'll get and it's digital listening is is different than over the air listening because usually you have some data that would come along with that. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you hit on social because I get a lot of questions about, you know, boosting a Facebook post yeah. or Twitter or Instagram or whatever it may be and um when most people talk about digital, um social media is, is I think it's its own category. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's online, yes, it's the internet, but it to, to to look at the Google AdWords and geofencing mm -hmm. and different kind of digital marketing like that. That's really what we mean mm -hmm. when we talk about digital yeah. marketing. Um, what um, as far as you know, blending the stations together and creating that image, um, what's you know what's really important to you as far as how to get that image out and create that you know you know that really appearance of the radio station in order to bond with clients and everything else. You mean for the marketing of the station yeah. to the listeners yeah. or to the clients? Uh, listeners, either way, you can answer it either way. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, it's kind of a hand in hand thing. I mean, obviously, hopefully, a lot of the people that would be buying the station would be interested in listening to it, and if not, you know, it, it's not a big deal because we can tell them you know, what the station's about. Right. But you know, when we're branding to specific audience, when it comes down to the you know, demographic or the music, you can you know kind of look back and and when it comes down to radio, uh, majority of the time, and you know, CHR top forty or, or younger stations are a little bit different. But a majority of the time with like a classic hits or a classic rock station or an, you know, um, an album format where you're, you're getting a lot more of the classic you know, audience of that particular era, that is you're associating it to a time when they had something going on. You know? right. Whether you know, if it's classic rock, okay, this is the, you know, the, the specific era. You know? and, and the same thing with classic hits. And you know, you know, each demographic associates their you know, specific genre of music with a specific time and hopefully in their sure. life where they're having these great memories or they're creating new ones with some new music. Right. Um, and, and then with the top 40 and, and the younger audience, it's the same thing. They're creating these lifetime experiences or they're creating this particular um, music is giving them things that they're having an experience where they're going to be going to a concert or they're going to be having, you know, going to a dance or they're going to do something for the first time and it becomes this is my memory with this song cool. and you're associating it to that particular right. you know listener so that particular piece hopefully you know you just know the music and you know you know that branding aspect is is not too terribly difficult because you know based upon that era you can say this is what these people are going to want and like that's exactly you know? what I was going for so um, we've talked about different concerts and events over there so let's let's kind of shift gears have a little fun with it mm-hmm. um, what's one of the better concerts you've been through through you know with all you've done here I mean I've been to a lot of shows you know and I mean I got a, a, a thing in my office that Rolling Stones show at Arrowhead back I mean I don't know what year that was I mean it was I don't remember several years ago I remember ago, it but, but I don't yeah, I remember what specific year but it was you know a couple years ago but that specific show I wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect and you know I mean it's a legendary band you expect them to be oh, good God. and you yeah. expect it to be a great show you know but we had several big shows at Arrowhead over that course of time and, and Guns N' Roses was one of them and I was expecting a lot out of Guns N' Roses like hey they haven't played together in forever yeah. And that was a great show. Sure. And you too always puts on a great show. I've seen them a, a million times. Was, you know, and that was a great show. But for me, and and like I said, it goes back to you know associating. And I hadn't seen them before, so maybe that was part of it. But that was one of the best shows I'd ever seen. Yeah. You know, just because of the fact that you know they have so many songs. They was such a powerful stage presence, such an incredible performance, such a great production. You know. Um, you know, U2 had a great set and they had a great production value. But for me, I just, that Rolling Stone show was incredible. It was incredible. Yeah. And, it, and it was the talk around Kansas City yeah. for, for quite a while. What I find funny about that specific is at the bottom of your poster, Ed Sharon is yeah. listed as the special guest. Yeah, yeah. The guy is headlining monster yeah, concerts. Now he, now he played Arrowhead the last time he came through. But like, himself. Yeah. He, he doesn't need to be a special guest. Anymore. So it's like, okay, wow. You know, I mean, it comes full circle. I mean, it's one of these things like, I mean, Katy Perry, when she started, was playing like what, the record bar, the Beaumont Club, right? Like a year before all of a sudden she's playing the Sprint Center because we had pictures with her, like hey, we're just hanging out and you know whatever you know, and this little you know dive bar, 
And then the next year, she's playing Sprint Center. Like, what just happened? And the year before, a couple years before that, she was on a side stage at the Warp Tour. Like, I mean, it's it's crazy to see some of these younger artists who, you know, just explode with One such, album, one you know, hit, oh something. Oh my gosh, crazy. But, you know, it's, it's also cool to be a part of, you know, helping that particular artist yeah. become world-renowned, to become, you know, and you get, you know, these plaques and these things that, you know, for participating and help supporting the artist and that's an incredible thing to be a part of and and to be able to associate that to like you said an incredible experience at arrowhead with you know the rolling stones and guess what ed sheeran was there too you know <laughs> oh my gosh what you know like you talk about that's that a couple years down the road and you know the kids are like no way ed sheeran was there yeah i mean ed, he ed, ed opened sheeran, for the stones open for the stones yeah but so you but you guys aren't all about you know Cool, crazy concerts and headliners and this all the time. You guys do a lot for the community. Yeah, um, you give back a lot. I mean, yeah. there's always something. And this time of year, um, you know, as we're as we're recording this, you know, we're heading into the holiday season. Um, everyone's, you know, they're still on the ground. We're getting ready for Christmas. Um, can you talk about some of the things you guys have done for Kansas City and and not just, you know, over the airways, you know. You know, marketing and advertising because you guys are all over the place. Yeah, so I mean, the part of what I mean, it's it's part of the licensing that we need to do. You know, with the FCC is that we are you know serving the community, um, and and that's you know a great thing. But you can do that any number of ways. You can just run you know PSAs, and you can run a public service program, and you can talk about what's going on in the community, and you can also make a difference, which is you know, what each station tries to do on a regular basis, and they all have a specific agency or a charity that they might work with that's the favorite charity of choice, but collectively, you know, we'll, from time to time, choose one agency we'll work pretty heavily with. Um, we just got done doing a radiothon for Children's Miracle Network, yep. who does uh, KU Pediatrics. Uh, we raised almost $90,000, a little over $90,000 for you know, KU Pediatrics and Children's Miracle Network right here in Kansas City. That specific, um, we did with Trans-Siberian Orchestra was in town that week. They raised like almost $9,000 for them at that concert. Um, so that's just, you know, one of the things we do in, in this holiday time. So, and every charity in town, obviously we're going to work with them at some point. We work with Salvation Army to help them ring the bells. We work with har harvesters to help them raise food. You know, Jack FM does a thing every year with Harvesters for Safe Thanksgiving. Uh, 94.9 KCMO always has something that they work with Harvesters on. Um, and then there's, you know, ongoing charities that we work with throughout the year that all have their own thing. So uh, American Cancer Society, we support their Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk, and we work with them with all of their programs throughout the year. Um, and then the other opportunities that come up with, you know, whether it might be um, the SPCA or you know those kinds of things with pets and animals we help the SPCA on a regular basis with 94.9 um, you know Magic 107.3 our station is always involved in the community and helping to either you know work with you know the local schools or local uh, programs to help activate with that audience and and you know there's always some sort of community tie at least, if not, you know, once per quarter or once a month, um, we're always doing something um, involved on a monthly basis, whether it's a huge campaign or small, to activate that audience, either to raise money or build awareness or to, whether it's a walk, 
uh, with with Alzheimer's or Heart Association or you know any of these you know charities to make sure we're you know bringing that message you know to the public and helping them raise money you know um, so it's an ongoing effort you know yeah. and and it's something that that's an easy thing you know it's kind of a you give and you get kind of thing or a you know just a way to help. That's easy, Everyone. but it's also the right thing to do. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and it's and it's not because you guys are, you know, the voice of Kansas City. Um, it's and it's not because um, of so many different stations that you have and voices and ears that you know hear what you're doing. It's because it's. I mean, sometimes people just need you know an extra step, an extra yeah. little bit of help, and to participate with a charity, you know, just you know, and you just rattle off about. 15 of them mm-hmm. that you guys have worked with um, it's just the right thing to do and yeah. I think it's awesome that you guys are so involved and yeah. it's not just a holiday based deal it's um, something that obviously is important for for you guys to uh, to do so. yeah I mean I think you I mean nobody really realizes sometimes how much a little helps on a charity especially you know places that are constantly in need whether it's like yeah. a city union mission or um, any of those kinds of places that are constantly having people who need help. Um, people are hungry in the summer yeah, and the, in the springtime yeah, I mean, also. It, I mean, regardless of whether it's just a holiday and that yeah. you feel like donating, they need help year-round. Right. And, and there's always somebody in need. So when it comes down to those kinds of things, it's, it helps to be able to tell that story and say, look, $5 will get somebody an entire meal, you know, nope. and then you're, you're going you know, to be able to build upon that and make people realize, okay, I know where my donation's going. I know what it's doing and how it's helping. It motivates them to hopefully get involved with that specific charity and maybe long-term they're donating on a regular basis, but at least they've made that one yeah. step, you know. I think it's awesome. And I'm going to leave it right there. I think that's a really good place to stop. Um, the community of Kansas City is obviously something that you and and Cumulus are really passionate about. Um, with um, with all you do, I think it's you know it's really great, um, buddy. I cannot tell you enough how much I appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm sorry it took so long, yeah. but um, I'm glad we made it happen. We're both busy, and I appreciate you coming up here to talk to me and get Cumulus involved in the podcast. And absolutely, definitely great to be part of it. No, that was an awesome conversation. So thank you, everyone. I appreciate you chiming in. Um, please subscribe, listen, share the podcast as much as you can because. Uh, we've had some really great guests on here. Uh, Cumulus and Brian are definitely on top of that list. Um, you know, keep the questions coming. Um, I really do appreciate them. I try to get back to them as frequently as I can, and, and maybe I will try to have a uh, um, ask me anything a, a, a session to answer a bunch of these questions online so everyone else can hear. Again, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. I uh, hope you have, all have a very happy holidays, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you on the next episode.